Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Non-quarterbacks looking for quarterback money. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. The latest Perloff from the scouting combine has to do with Justin Jefferson, who may be one of the best non-quarterbacks in the entire league. We can talk about who we think should actually hold that mantle. But his general manager and the Vikings general manager, Questy Adolfo Mensa, basically saying that Justin Jefferson, who he's been negotiating with, right, who in theory he would want to try to get a good deal from, said he should be compensated as one of the best non-quarterbacks. We've said it and we'll continue to say it. We think he's the best wide receiver in the league and should be compensated as such. We think he's one of the best non-quarterbacks in the league. I think he should be compensated as such. Well, okay, that's one way to do it, to show your hand. But if he's asking for something approaching quarterback money, is that smart to do for a wide receiver? Oh, of course not. I mean, look at the teams that were in the final four this year. Detroit pays absolutely zero dollars for their wide receivers. San Francisco paid Debo. I think that they might actually regret how much they paid Debo. The Chiefs obviously let Tyreek Hill go. And the Ravens have sort of nibbled with paying receivers, but they never really pay receivers. So obviously the high-paid receivers are not showing up they have at times, but they're not really showing up in the Super Bowl. The fact that the Packers, who are really well run, got rid of Devontae, Chiefs got rid of Tyreek Hill. I just don't think that the the high price receivers are really doing anything for anybody. They, you might get to the playoffs, but it's going to be hard to win a Super Bowl. And if you're going to pay quarterback money, which Questy just said there, that's a huge mistake because you're really kind of throttling your own salary cap. Now, that being said... That's the other thing, too. Like, why would he say that? Like, he's supposed to be negotiating with this dude. That seems like a kind of an error of a comment by a general manager. Uh, I just think that they're headed down a bad road with him. And if they they do end up paying him $38, a year, then I would write the Vikings off. Man, I like this. Keep your guys. Yeah. When you hit on draft picks like this, keep your guys. And I think Justin Jefferson is that important to what the Vikings are trying to do. And you can always supplement. He's not going to be the only guy who's going to be there catching passes. And Jordan Addison has a nice season. But, you know, they have to figure out what's going on at quarterback. Of course they do. Why am I letting somebody like Justin Jefferson out of the building just because of money? I, I think that's a fine allocation of resources to pay your wide receivers. And listen, I understand that the Kansas City Chiefs just won a Super Bowl without this like future Hall of two. Famers at wide receiver. Right, two Super Bowls. But they still had Kelsey, who is a fantastic receiver, who they are lucky is cool with getting paid like a tight end. When he really is one of the best, he's their first option in terms of a receiver. So they're just sort of getting lucky there. And I think that the San Francisco 49ers, you know, there was, it was a mistake they couldn't get the ball to Ayuk. Mm-hmm. That was something that the Chiefs were taking away, and that really helped. They, To me, paying your wide receiver, I don't have a problem with it, especially when it's someone, a game changer, in my opinion, like a Justin Jefferson, like a Tyreek Hill. I'm cool with that. Yeah, but what if they pay – Tyreek Hill gets $30 million a year. He's the highest average salary. What if they paid 38 to 40? 
uh, that's $10 million uh, that you're not going to be able to spend on other weapons. That that seems really dangerous to me. That's quarterback money. And also you have to pay your quarterback and Kirk Cousins too. I don't know. It feels like that you're really kind of limiting your flexibility as a roster there. See, I'm fine with it as long as I'm not paying two wide receivers at the same time. If I have, I think the Vikings are doing this the right way. I'll have a, Jordan, a Justin Jefferson where who I have to pay a lot because I don't want him to leave the building. And then I also have a Jordan Addison who I've supplemented with the draft who I have cheap now for the next four years. So I, I, I'm not investing, you know, $100 million into two receivers, but I'm totally fine with having mm. a high-priced wide receiver on my team. But what about the fact that the teams are winning or are not doing that. Well, I feel like you could draft. It feels like to me, wide receivers are so generic right now. And there's so many good ones coming into the league. I mean, look at this year alone that I, I think it's a little bit like a rookie, rookie cap thing with a quarterback. I think you go cheap wide receiver and you spend other places, left tackle, defensive end to me, like where you want to allocate your cap is not the wide receiver position. That, that seems like a dooms setting to start with. And the Vikings, is anyone going to say, if they sign him for $40 million a year, I keep upping it. Yeah. Are <laughs> I they, was going to say, he's making yeah, $50 next. Yeah, yeah. by the end, it's going to be Prescott. $75 million. Yeah. Is anybody going to say, ooh, well, the Vikings are building a Super Bowl champion. I think everyone's going to say, ooh, they just took a step back if they really hope to win a Super Bowl. Not that I know that the Vikings are really thinking that way right now. Maybe right. they're so far away that they're just like, we have to stay good. But this does not seem like, oh, my God, we're building a dynasty when $40 million is going to one wide receiver. Yeah, I I don't mind it. I really don't. And I'd love to know what people think, 855-212-4CBS. Are you okay with your wide receiver being one of the highest paid people, well, definitely on the team, but one of the highest paid in the league? Yeah. It's kind of hard. It's hard to break into the quarterback stuff. Like, they're so far and away. You know, well, quarterbacks wa- and, and good defensive ends, they're they're getting paid a lot. I think Jefferson wants his number to start with a four, his average salary. He wants to get paid like a quarterback. That's what they keep kind of hinting. Yeah, and I'm I'm going there I, I, because I don't want to lose him. You know, it's like at some point, if you want to compete and if they bring Kirk Cousins back, then you have to imagine you're not bringing back a 35-year-old coming off an Achilles just because you want to be in the mix. You think that you actually have a shot in the NFC to make it to the Super Bowl. So I don't want to, you know, like at some point you got to, you know what, or get off the pot. At some point you've got to pay your players, especially the ones who have shown that they're productive. Listen, you want to let a guy go who's not very good, you missed on in the draft, fine. But for the guys who actually hit, come on. I, I think... You know, you're not thinking like the Patriot way. You gotta, you gotta get rid of guys. How's on the that top going of for them lately? Well, <laughs> and, you know, in the no, it, heat it, of their uh, dynasty, they were letting all the, they never paid up for a position. They were never the highest paid at any particular position except quarterback, sort of, and not even really there. So again, I, they got lucky that Brady was willing to take less. I think you have to be shrewd. Yeah, but they got rid of so many good players at the peak of their career. I think that's what great franchises do. I mean, listen, the fact that the Chiefs getting rid of Tyreek Hill should have been a warning shot to the NFL. Do not spend on wide receiver. It's a mistake. Because take Kirk Cousins, for example. You don't think Kirk Cousins is going to throw for 5,000 yards, whether Justin Jefferson's there or not? Dude dude just racks up yards. It doesn't matter who's. He threw for 5,000 yards as our Washington Commanders quarterback. I mean, and who were his receivers then? I don't even, I don't even think McLaurin was there yet. I, I just think that Justin Jefferson taking up quarterback money does less to help them win a Super Bowl than um, than letting him go. Okay, but what if you have a, you have a uh, quarterback on a rookie deal? You know, what if it's not Kirk Cousins? What if it's the Vikings decide to go draft? Now you've got a cheap. Mm. Now you've got a cheap quarterback. Mm, okay. And now you've got money to spend again. Like who's this cheap quarterback? 
Well, who give me Penix and maybe we'll talk. But okay. if you give me JJ McCarthy and Kirk, uh, I'm sorry, and Justin Jefferson. First of all, you're going to be wasting so much money on Justin Jefferson because there's no way McCarthy's getting him the ball. It's, yeah, you, it's a risk with a rookie quarterback. You, well, you've got to pick the right guy for your team, right? That's a big if. Yeah, but I don't know why they would go J.J. McCarthy. Is anyone even linking J.J. McCarthy to the to the Vikings? Well, because he's a fourth quarterback on most. I'm just saying. Where do the Vikings pick? What what number are they? They are... They're somewhere in the teens, right? I want to say. I mean, honestly, that if you look at the history of the NFL, that's 11. not a... That's not a great spot to get a superstar quarterback. Yes, if they get a star quarterback who's awesome, it doesn't matter if they sign Justin Jefferson or not. Then they're set up. My point is... There's You're just, just saying you should never pay a wide receiver, and I disagree with no, that. No, no. You should not pay a wide receiver 25% more than the highest wide receiver. And generally, no, I don't think a wide receiver should be one of the most expensive players on your team. Yeah, that's where you and I disagree. Now, as for Justin Jefferson, yeah. do you think that... Questy Adolfo Menso, the general manager of the Vikings, is right that he is the best non-quarterback. He basically no. said that. No, I I mean, he's nominally the best wide receiver, maybe by... I, I honestly think Tyree Kill's a little better. Yeah. But, no, he's definitely not. And he's, the fact that he's not going to single-handedly win games. Who's the guy, when you think of, we need this non-quarterback on the field or we have no chance to win? To me, there's one name that jumps out. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Steelers without T.J. Yeah. Watt are yeah. just a completely different team. So a guy who can wreck every play. Justin Jefferson needs a quarterback to throw to him. He can't wreck every play. I think Nick Bosa might also Bosa's fall in great, that category yeah. as well. But these are guys who are getting paid a lot of money. Miles Garrett. I would I would also say I think that Tyreek Hill has him by an edge, but Justin Jefferson now is younger than Tyreek Hill. And if you're you know, if we're taking that into account, then I would probably give the edge to Jefferson. I think you guys are underselling how valuable Justin Jefferson is, especially to the I'm Vikings. not. I'm saying paying $40 No, I know, million. but if you're talking about, like, non-QBs, like, I know they are great pass rushers and they are great defenders. But look at who the Vikings were last season. I know Cousins got hurt, and that was a big deal, too. But look They went at, through four quarterbacks last year. I mean, they were really— Right. But, like, even before then, like, and Justin Jefferson missed some of those games, they were struggling mightily— Think about what they were the year before when he played all those games. He basically single-handedly beat the Buffalo Bills in, in the game of the year well, two years happened. ago. Like, Justin Jefferson, I think, does add wins and does increase the value of your own quarterback um, when he's on the field. So, I mean, I look at the team that had 13 wins last season, and then he misses most of this season, and now they're picking 11th. I think that, that shows he is one of the best non-quarterbacks. You know, oh, that 13-win season was was paper thin but it's 13 wins though ah uh, come on I mean, what do you mean come on it's it's, it's they were not either, that good bill parcells you are what your record says you are they got whooped by they the were, giants in the first round they were a 13 win team I with know. them and they were a what, 16 7 win team without them like that that says a lot i wonder if bill parcells in this era of analytics would still say the same thing of you are what your record says you are <laughs> because we have kind of shown that eh, that might not be 100 percent true and I, I think that's the only reason why you would, you know, question at all about Justin Jefferson is because you saw in that playoff game where the Giants are not a great team, they came into Minnesota, and Justin Jefferson had seven receptions for 47 yards and no touchdowns. And it's like, so the season meant nothing. I don't think that's necessarily true, but right. that season doesn't look great now because the of how they played though, out. The fact that the Giants were able to neutralize Justin Jefferson actually makes it important, makes it, it, it emphasizes his importance. Because if you take away Justin Jefferson, guess what? A 13-win team not going to lose to the New York Giants. So right, that, but you so, could take away a wide receiver. That's the fear. I mean, look what happened right. when CeeDee Lamb was arguably one of the top five players in the NFL this year. Then they took him away in the playoff game, and the whole team fell apart. Right. You can't take away a Nick Bosa and a T.J. Watt. 
Uh, you can. Uh, you can't yeah. take away T.J. Watt. You can't take, and it's really it hard happens. to take away Miles Garrett. I've seen him break three blockers in front of him. I Chris Jones, Lions, hard I to take him out. One in the playoffs because they neutralize Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald was. Wait, wait, which about, team? The Lions. They 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 beat the. I think they beat the Rams in large part because they neutralized Aaron Donald, a guy who we look at as one of the best non QBs. Like, oh. a, listen, you can take Micah Parsons out of a game too. Right? Yeah, I mean, you can take defensive out of games. guys out of a game, but it's TJ hard. Watt, I think, is a bit of an exception. But he, it's so easy. Wide receiver, I think, are more vulnerable because they're out there on an island. You can double team them, and you can do a lot of different things. I mean, listen, you you guys have seen this stat: the history of the NFL. Elite wide receivers rarely win Super Bowls. Randy Moss did not win one. Okay, Terrell but they Owens. make it to the Super Bowl. But See, they, that's why I don't love that. It's like you make it to the game and then whatever happens in the game. I'm I'm not saying, oh, this is money ball and roll the dice. Yeah. But I think getting to a Super Bowl when for purposes of this conversation as a wide receiver should be paid $40 million a year. I think getting to the Super Bowl is as good as winning it. Uh, says the Buffalo Bills fan. No, I'm, that's no, no, nuts. That's, that's nothing to do with that. I'm saying if you like Randy getting Moss, to, you just said getting to the Super Bowl is as good as winning it. For for the purposes of this conversation about whether you should pay a wide receiver, don't you think if you get to the Super Bowl, it proves that you built your team the right way? Yes, but Randy Moss is a great example. The Patriots got to the Super Bowl and lost, but then they got better once he left. They won a oh, bunch of Super Bowls. I, I don't, uh, you can't say they got better because they won one game. They all, won. all of those Super Bowls came down to one drive and one base, almost one play. So many of the Patriots Super Bowls were coin flips at the end of the game. They, I think they got better. I mean, I think that they really, the second half of Brady's career, they were a much better overall team. I, I think as a Jet fan, I know Pete's here, I would much rather face those Gronk Hernandez teams than that monster that was at 17 and 18 in one season. That, that was a great season. That, that team was way better than those other Patriot teams. Now, they lost the last game, but guess what? The Giants also beat that other team, too. So maybe it was just the Giants. It, it might not have been necessarily, oh, those teams were better. I just think that you look at the elite. The fact, to me, the, the most important personnel move that's been made probably in the last five years is the Chiefs getting rid of Tyreek Hill and winning two Super Bowls. I mean, it's just there. It's hard. You could say whatever you want. The logic of that is really important. I think that GMs okay. in, in Indy right now are saying, well, you know what? If the Chiefs can win without Tyreek Hill, why am I going to be paying all this money for a wide receiver? Well, that's really stupid because what's the one difference that the Chiefs have that no one else has? Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. So you... Right, it's all like invested quarterback. No, but okay, you can do that, but the Chiefs are also... They just hit the ultimate jackpot. And good for them. They traded up. They got Mahomes. It's not like, oh, they backed into it. But they have the ultimate jackpot, and he makes up for so much that you've had the luxury of being able to trade away a Tyreek Hill. Not every team does that, especially not the Vikings. Who's their amazing quarterback? Where's their Patrick Mahomes? I mean, Kirk Cousins is fine, but he's not Mahomes. Nobody is. So if you're going to say, oh, I'm going to do what the Chiefs do, you're, I think you're screwing yourself over because uh, you don't have Mahomes. If the Vikings put $80 million a year of cap into Cousins and Jefferson, I do not think they have a chance to win a Super Bowl. And that should be more than move on from Cousins, in my opinion, than move on for Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but if, Justin if you, Jefferson is younger. He's more. He will help out a rookie quarterback more than anything. Help him out, maybe, but is that going to line up where Justin Jefferson is going to be peaking when this rookie quarterback peaks? I think that's a lot to ask. That being said, just I think they're negotiating. I think they get him. They cannot pay forty million dollars for this dude. Tyreek Hill gets thirty. You got to bring it down. You can't go out in, in Indy and say he's the most valuable non-quarterback in the league. What are you doing, GM? Eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. Unless this is like an all-time head fake. 
the GMs out there saying we we never thought about trading him. Boom, tomorrow he's a Houston Texan. I don't know. It seems like, and Crowell asked a good question earlier. Like, why is why is Quasi saying this? Because it does kind of go run counter what you usually see from GMs. I wonder if this is more of a public appeal battle now they're figuring out because they they know oh, there's yeah. going to be a deal that's going to happen. So if they are as close as Quasi is saying, which I kind of believe them because I know how much they love him in that building. Yeah. Um, they might say, hey, look, stop blaming us for. <laughs> us not get a Jefferson deal. Like, we want to pay him more than any other non-quarterback. Right. It's him who won't take the money. It's I like think the that, Ravens with Lamar. It's right. like, we're offering him the money. He's right. not taking it. Right. I think that may be more of what we're watching as opposed to, like, uh, you know, oh, we're lying that we won't trade him when we will. Right. By the way, Justin Jefferson, not as young as he used to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny he's, way to put it. He's 24. How could he be 24? He's, he's been in the league for seven years. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got you got to keep Justin I would Jefferson. put a fence around the building. I don't even want him going on vacation. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Um, Sean Payton at the podium being very honest. We'll get to that next. And I believe Sean Payton on this one. We'll give you the Denver Broncos head coach sound in just a moment. It is Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I don't understand Maggie why you would be annoyed about anything when I have to deal with my 76ers getting killed on national TV again last night. Well, but something, something's in your crawl right now. What what do you got? You know, I think it's because I just read this crazy story about a woman getting scammed out of $50,000 because uh, she got a message from, like, Amazon. It was someone pretending to be Amazon that something had been compromised with her account. And, like, throughout the course of just one day, this elaborate scheme... Uh, was being played, uh, this trick being played upon her where she thought at one point she was talking to the CIA that somebody was, that had compromised her account and that her identity had been stolen and there was a rental car near the border that had blood in it that was, uh, you know, in, in her name. And she goes down this like horrible spiral where she ends up getting $50,000 in cash taken from her, again, all in the matter of a few hours. And I don't know about you guys, I get so many text messages about this kind of stuff where it does feel like, you know, blatant phishing sort of scandals. But at the same time, because of the frequency with which we all, you know, for the most part, order stuff online, it's like, this is the new one I'm getting. Your UPS or USPS driver cannot deliver your package. Text message. Oh, yeah, I've gotten that. Right. That so sounds you're reasonable. Saying, so what's annoying you right now is identity theft? Yeah. And <laughs> how I feel like I'm like the Jon Snow meme where he pulls out the I, sword against all the White Walkers who are coming towards him. Sorry if you didn't watch Game of Thrones. I feel like it's an onslaught every single day that I have to fend off all these, you know, bad actors who are trying to get at my info. No yeah. one else feels like under siege? Yeah, everybody does. It's yeah. been the main story of, of, for the last five years. But why can't we do anything about this as a society? I thought you were going with dumb people, that dumb people were bothering you. that Because some of these people, like, that's that lady's fault. The 50 grand? Yeah. Mm. Like, she wasn't getting fault. a lot of sympathy from people because, but she she was went into this sort of paranoid spiral. I mean, this wasn't just like your run-of-the-mill, hey, Nigerian prince needs your money. Right. This was a pretty sophisticated scam that they pulled yeah. on her. No, she should have called the police, of course. Right. She should have called her husband. She should have called a friend who's a lawyer. She should have told her parents. There's a Not million. Not the CIA. <laughs> she thought she was on the phone with the CIA. Yeah. Trick-or-treating with her kid. Well, that's the worst is that when they, the so they put the caller ID as a, your bank's name. 
and it's a total foe. So, and then you call your bank. The bank's like, we don't call you in situations like that. So that's out there now. I totally understand what you're saying. It is an onslaught, but uh, I, you, I think Bogus is right. You got to be a little responsible. Oh, I know. But this happened to me recently, so I can't even say that. You, you know, got scammed? Yeah, you guys though. I so oh, we yeah. bought these fake Jordans from oh, yes. uh, some weird site in Hong Kong, and you all got stuff, the shoes. We got the shoes, but we also got somebody using my wife's credit card in Amarillo, Texas. Yes. Okay. So but you got that money back. It didn't like ruin your we, life. Well, the alert came. No, no. Luckily, it did not. Yeah. But come to th- they had our credit card number. Yeah. So is that that's okay. No, no. I'm just saying <laughs> it, it, the, the at least the outcome wasn't catastrophic. Like yeah. this woman who basically well, gave away their whole nest egg to some people in a like Mercedes van that pulled up, and she had this money in a shoebox. Well, these scammers are extremely. They're getting more sophisticated. Yes. I remember uh, my girlfriend had a story where uh, their grandmother. Called uh, well, some they they called someone called their grandmother, pretending to be her brother, oh. saying, saying, "Hey, I I I just got uh, they just got I just got arrested. Yeah, I need bail money." And apparently, the the person sounded like her brother, knew things about her brother, and so she was like, "Okay, like whatever you need, I'm gonna send it right now to get you out." Sure enough, of course, my, her brother was not arrested, and the money was gone. Oh um, you know, gosh. like, and, and they, you know, of course they prey on old people all the time too, but like, even the fact that they had that information on him, they knew his name again, they, they knew things about him to, to help the scam go through and it worked. I gotta be honest. There are times where I'm giving away some of my information. So like the other day I went to a, one of those indoor trampoline places with my kid. Okay. Indoor trampoline place. They needed everything about me or else my kid couldn't go in there. My full name, my address, my phone number, my email address, my date of birth, my kid's date of birth, my husband, all of his information because he happened to be there. I'm like, why am I giving this place all of this info? Like it's or my kid can't go have a good time. Because seven out of ten kids who go to an indoor trampoline park break at least one leg. <laughs> well, yes, I had to also. <laughs> that is a, that's yeah. called a medical insurance. But I had to click many boxes that said oh, I would not sue them if my yes. kid jumped through the roof. <laughs> Talking about Game of Thrones, that, that's uh, <laughs> that's like a civil war reenactment after uh, Yeah. Any injuries? Would everybody? Knock on wood. No, everyone was fine. Any but... itching or diseases too? Those, you leave those places with <laughs> TBD. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh yeah, like, like cocksacky and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, we've had that before. Ball it's... pits. Those. That's not a good place to be. But I, I'm like you, Maggie. I've given up on trying to hide my information. Like ten years ago, I'd be like, I don't know if I should give this person my credit card number. Now it's like you can't, you can't like, walk yeah, down the street. They have it. You can't it's get like, a bagel without giving somebody like, your credit card just number. Just keep it on file. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I and what I, I hate to bring up this topic. Do you guys, do you guys have a consistent set of passwords? How do you do your whole password thing? Because I, I look at, I have at least forty-seven different things that I need to sign into. Oh, I've the password situation is out of control too because yeah. it's such a catch twenty-two. I want my information protected, but the remembering all these passwords and actually now it's like tax time. And so a lot oh, of that yeah, stuff, me too. And my husband's like, yeah. what's the uh, password again? I'm like, I don't know. Kobe 787. Yeah. No, now everybody, I have a friend who for all 47 passwords, you can buy something that'll just constantly oh, generate she, she remember one password but even that sounds dangerous too so i think the the whole world is security is a it's almost we can't win we've lost the war here i feel like we're losing yeah i i, I mean in so many ways
in so many different <laughs> well, ways. Yeah, so and this is just the beginning. I have the loser hat. Imagine when AI yeah. gets a hold of these scams. Oh, my God. Well, that's what I was thinking when EJ said the thing yeah. about the grandmother getting bamboozled, saying her brother was in prison. I'm like, and the brother calls and says, I just got arrested. Yeah. I need bail money. And she said it sounded like the brother. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds like AI. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it was a little while ago, but, I mean, AI was definitely around when this happened. It could have been. Which I don't know if you have crazy. voices though for for people who are not in the public. Yeah, act. he's not really a public. It's not like he does. He doesn't post a lot in terms of his voice. So that I think maybe he would know. But I mean, we're all beyond. Screwed. Oh, we're, we're screwed. You got yeah. hours of us talking. If you ever want to do anything, Boomer, EJ, Tiki, they're yeah. all screwed too. EJ, I was wondering that crime you said it sounded like they knew somebody knew somebody. So that's a little different. Because inside um, job, it, it didn't sound like a Russian well, well, bot. Well, well, then what I seen though, apparently, what they were saying was that they were doing this to a lot of folks. Oh, they're just trying. This was okay. like a thing with where they it. were getting information on people and then using that to like you know call hysterically to grandmothers or grandfathers and say, "Hey, I'm in jail. I need bail money." And what? And you know, don't tell dad because he might get. I might get in trouble or whatever. Just you know, I I will like figure it out when I get home. And then every grandparent wants to help them out. You yeah, know, of course, so, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely terrible. a thing. I was at my fiance's family's house this weekend, and that's the first thing I brought up. I'm like, "What?" So it's definitely a real thing that EJ is talking about. It's definitely oh, like the same scam. Yes, yeah, same thing. Like, wow, we're never gonna call you asking for money. It's so like if anyone calls you, do not believe them. So like, that's definitely a thing. I've never yeah. seen it, but that's definitely no. My a thing. dad got a call uh, like two years ago, a, gr- a crying girl, and said, "You know, Grandpa." And my daughter at that point was 10, so she didn't have a phone. She didn't have a car. She couldn't have been in legal trouble. So that at least, thankfully, didn't trip up my dad. But, like, it's a weird thing if, some, if like, you just pick up the phone and somebody's immediately, like, crying. Yeah. Yeah, but why would you pick up the phone for a random number? A lot of people oh, don't, my don't family do that My grandparents, do, my parents do not have a caller ID on their, oh, they have, like, my dad, people, they have like, yes. an old school, like, on-the-wall kitchen phone that I'm guessing is what he picked up and just started talking to this upset young girl and oh my thankfully he, could deduce that it wasn't my 10 year old daughter and if you're in if you say you're from in jail or you're in some jam like it may make sense even if you do have call id to see a number you're not used to but yeah. the other the other thing i'll tell you is that the government is never gonna call you and ask you for money <laughs> they show up in windbreakers and bust down your yes. front door and they take it the simplest advice is billion always style. initiate it yourself if somebody calls you and you're not sure hang up and then call back so the actual number that you think that they are calling from and then go from there. Apparently, that's another way this woman got scammed out of the 50000 which is how this whole thing what started. What is wrong with this woman? Because, no, they said, call us back. No, no, you'll call a, them back. They had a phony number that You hang up. up and you can go to, you know, chase.com, whatever. You find the number. You right. log into your account. And sure. anything they would call you about would be on the website. Can you imagine? They told her there's a rental car in your name. It's been ditched at the border, and there's <laughs> blood on the inside. <laughs> I, I would need depends. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Someone just got murdered in a rental car? Or maybe? Oh, man. Well, that was uplifting. Mm. Anyway, that's what's really stuck in my craw, as Rolov said. <laughs> it's really grinding my gears lately, this whole fraud thing. <laughs> Uh, we have headlines, yes. Uh, you guys opened the show with the Bears QB situation. Then we got to Jalen Hurts leading or not leading the Eagles. And now we're on to the Broncos, who have basically confirmed they are somehow dumping Russell Wilson before mid-March. Here's head coach Sean Payton at the scouting combine in Indy. I saw this like humorous meme the other day where there was a Bronco fan with a shirt on and there was like eight quarterbacks' names with across through it you know and and he's drinking the quarterback kool-aid and I, you know our, our job is to make sure that this next one 
you know, doesn't have a line through it. So the end is the key there. <laughs> yeah. uh, quote, make sure this next one doesn't have a line through it. <laughs> the guy's shirt already in question, that had Russell Wilson already crossed off. So the next one <laughs> is Russ's replacement. Uh, we've already played Russ this week saying he'd like to remain a Bronco, but wants to be where he's wanted. And again, it doesn't feel like he's wanted in Denver. GM George Payton said yesterday, no one's called yet about trading for Russ, so Denver likely has got to cut him with a post-June 1st designation, splitting $85 million in dead cap space over this season and next. Man, I'm trying to find this shirt online, and the only thing I can find that's remotely funny is a Beavis and Butthead Denver Broncos Let's Ride t-shirt. Oh, yeah, no, this is a handmade white t-shirt that he markered on names and crossed them out. It's not even as fancy as that infamous Cleveland Browns jersey that had all the names on the back of it. This is just a t-shirt that he just kept writing names on and crossing He, the guy on the internet, not Sean Payton. I I think Sean has it now. He made his (laughs) own. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, get me 10 of those. Are, Are Broncos fans allowed to do this when they had Elway and Peyton Manning? And maybe I'm being a salty Jet fan here, but like, okay, it's been what ten years? Bad quarterbacks. You'll you'll get a good one. Relax. Mm. Mm. They had a they've had a lot of good quarterbacks for a long period of time. Uh man, we're such a what have you done for you, me you, lately? Yeah. It has been an issue Browns, lately. Like the Browns, like they they've definitely earned that. Hey, we haven't had a good quarterback in forty years. <laughs> like or maybe Bears, longer. Too. Like Otto Graham, maybe Bears. Exactly. Like. He isn't that Peyton Manning, okay? Now you're in a little rough patch. You won a Super Bowl with him. Like, you're really doing the, look at all these bad quarterbacks we've had. Come well, on. Well, the question is, where does this start? Do you start it at Jake Plummer? It's, this is a post-Jake <laughs> Cutler. Is this a Kyle Orton situation, or do you start it at Tebow? Well, then you got Manning. So do you start at Trevor it's, Simeon? It's at post-Manning. They've had eight quarterbacks, including my buddy Case Keenum. Yeah, and Case it has not worked there. out. They throw that graphic every time the Broncos play. It's uh, how many different starting quarterbacks. I saw this humorous meme the other yeah. By the way, you know what I thought? Of? My reaction was not about that. Mine was, oh, my God, is Sean Payton, Jimmy Johnson in Miami? Like, who's his quarterback? I mean, mm. is this over in three years? I mean, what was he last year? He was eight and nine. Was eight and nine. They probably take a big step back this year. I I think this is going real bad endeavor. All right, I've got the shirt. Yeah. Yes, the, when you said homemade, you were. Yeah, although <laughs> it is a, it seems to be a blank white Broncos jersey. Yes, this is. I, I'm. I would actually bet that not all these quarterbacks are even spelled correctly. Yeah, that's Tre- how janky this looks. Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum, uh, some blank Allen, Flacco, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Rippin, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater. Russell Wilson, and there's a name on his must right. Be Kyle Allen, right? Is that which Allen it, it was? Kyle Allen or Brandon Allen? What Brandon are those Allen. Two? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and on it, there's another name on his right sleeve that's crossed out. It's, I can't read. Oh, that's Kendall, Shane Hinton. Oh, Kendall Hinton, Kendall right? Hinton. The wide receiver that'll play quarterback for a day. Yeah, because they wouldn't let the uh, offensive coordinator's assistant right. play. Whatever. Um, you know, you're right, though, Perloff. I've always thought there was a little of this Sean Payton thing that seemed a little doomed from the beginning. And, oh, he's dead there. Well, <laughs> I don't. It was not exactly, you know, this love at first sight situation, right? No, 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 right. They, it, 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 what was it, third team he interviewed with? He interviewed with them, then he went off and different teams, then he came and, back. And they started interviewing, like, Jim Harbaugh. They wanted Ryans. Didn't they want D'Amico Ryans as well? D'Amico. I mean, I think Dan Quinn got in the mix a little bit, but he probably would have taken the job. I, I, 
it was like, and then Sean Payton was like, no, I really love playing golf and I want to go somewhere where I can play golf. And by the way, I love being in the media. And by the way, I'm going to the Cardinals to talk to them. Yeah. It was like, it's kind of odd. Who is their quarterback next year? Is it there any reporting or any indication at 11, you're getting the fourth quarterback, fifth quarterback in the draft. And does Sean Payton really want to start with a rookie? He might have to because all that dead cap money. I don't know who they can afford. It just doesn't feel like they have a plan, which would concern yeah. me if I was, you know, following the Broncos or room for the Broncos. Like Peyton came in, it's very clear he he never really wanted Russ, which is fine. Like Russ was terrible the year before and he was okay this year. But like it just the best plan is we're gonna cut him and waste eighty million dollars in cat space. That you can't have a that's there's gotta be a better plan than this. It seems like he's really good at making fun of the last several quarterbacks, but <laughs> but picking the next who one. is that ninth guy on the t shirt? I feel like that t shirt is just like I hope he left room for whoever's there is no left. room. He's, he's on the sleeves. Is there definitely no room? No, he had to go onto the sleeves. Yeah, I think that there's gonna be one more name because does anybody expect them to have a good quarterback play next year? I like how this guy is chugging a beer though in the photo. You're going to need a few more of those to ease the pain. Yeah, he's a, he's a what, middle light guy, looks like. <laughs> I mean, they, should they give 11 for Justin Fields? I mean, they uh, Sean Payton wants to recreate Drew Brees. Uh, but he, also, he also loved Taysom Hill, though. Yeah, but I, I feel like that experiment kind of failed. So I think they want It took Justin him a long Fields. time to realize it was going to fail, though. Yeah. Right, he but really Justin Fields tried. is the exact opposite of Drew Brees. Justin Fields does not have any interest in timing patterns. He wants to hold on to the ball. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just... I'm just at this point, you're just throwing anything out there because what's the other option? Well, you're There's right. no like fun, sexy backup quarterback people are dying to get yeah. their hands on. Fields fits on a sleeve too. You know, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a short last name. Short last name. You know yeah. who I think I would target if I was them? It's not sexy, but I think it, it could be interesting. I think I would go after Sam Howell. That would be the guy. Now I don't. But like, you have Jared Stidham. What's the difference? Uh, uh, he's better than Jared Stidham. Howell did have a lot of yards. I don't know. It feels like a big risk. I hear what you're saying. That makes a lot of sense because he is short like Drew Brees. Right, short. Uh, he's someone who can <laughs> rack up some yards. Like, I, I mean, I would get him and maybe let those guys duel it out. He doesn't have a big cap number, so I think a trade probably would be doable. It's not going to be something crazy. I mean, That's look a problem. At the AFC they can't West. take any money on. Look at the AFC West. you got Mahomes and Herbert slash Harbaugh. I don't know. Uh, Sam Howell feels like... I, I'm not I'm not saying that they have a good option, but I'm saying that I, I think he might be their best reasonable option. So they picked 12, Denver, and how many quarterback needy teams are in front of them right now before even any trades have been made? At least Obviously, four, right? Chicago, Washington, New England. Can I give you the New York Giants in there? The way uh, they've yeah. been talking. And how about... Atlanta. Maybe, Atlanta. Well, Atlanta might take Justin Fields, but yes, but it could be Atlanta yeah. or Minnesota, who's right in front of them. This is a tough... They're in trouble. And I don't think they have any – do they have any cap in, or uh, draft picks to really be able to move up either? No. That's another problem. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not in a good position. And even so, they'd have to move up – to get a guaranteed hit, they'd have to move up to one, two, or three. And even that, who knows? Yeah, this is tough. But Peyton did have a good line at the combine, so that's worth <laughs> humorous something. Meme. Yeah, it feels like everybody <laughs> – saw a humorous meme the other day. <laughs> the fact that he said meme right, I think everyone's like, well, okay. Maybe Sean Payton's closer to Sean McVay than we thought. He didn't call it a meme Did everybody come away? <laughs> I, I feel like Sean Payton kind of won the day yesterday with that little line, right? But that Sean was Payton's, impressive. Sean Payton's media – time I think did him well for yeah. yesterday mm. like he he definitely was schmoozing it and because he he's gotten a lot of heat for how that thing ended with Russell Wilson and especially the end of the season he was able to kind of like make you forget about that and kind of like him a little bit with something like eh. he's saying even though he's like yeah we're a punchline and we're hoping maybe the next quarterback isn't another punchline but well, we don't know how did the media training help him when he said he spilled on everything in Denver because he had too much coffee 
<laughs> oh yeah, well that's well. This I think it helped him yesterday. Did not yes. help him preseason or <laughs> during this. The season. latte defense, my favorite. I saw their third lowest in Super Bowl odds. Carolina's the lowest, then Arizona, then Denver. That's I mean, not good. They're there. And do they I have mean, the worst outlook of all those teams? Because they don't have a quarterback. Term, well, I think the Panthers are still pretty bad. No, I know, and I, I think yeah. Bryce Young is. Yeah, I hear what you're but saying. at least they've. Theory, they've got a plan. Uh, I think, well, and Arizona, Arizona with Kyler Murray doesn't seem great either. No, I mean, at least pl- it's fun. The but, plan, I think, might be just a tank for a quarterback next season. Like, that's just... A local kid, perhaps? Maybe mm-hmm. Shadur Sanders? Um, I think it's very possible. Because he's Drew Brees. He's got a good charge chasing him. Oh, no, Shadur likes the pocket. He's all right. All right. I've never seen Drew Brees do a little watch celebration after throwing a touchdown. <laughs> he could have because he took every dollar. How does Drew, yeah, right. Drew Brees look at French braids? That'd Drew Brees, <laughs> if you paid him, he would do that watch <laughs> celebration. He would do anything for a buck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do some college basketball. Those top-ranked Houston Cougars now on a six-game win streak thanks to L.J. Cryer. Here's Jamal Shedd, 14-27 to go. Shedd, left corner, Cryer, catch and shoot three. Got it! L.J. Cryer's got 20! That's from Learfield. Now, I know Cryer used to play at Baylor, but I don't know what L.J. stands for, so Perloff as a Cougar super fan. Yep. What does L.J. stand for? Larry Johnson. No. (laughs) (laughs) You said that so confidently. I watched a minute of this game last night. I said, I got to get to know my Cougars. It got so bored, I turned it away immediately. Yeah. See, not not Lionel Jr.? Is that what it is? Yeah. He's Lionel Jr. Okay, there you go. Now I know that. I will share that at a cocktail party this weekend. Thank you, Andrew. (laughs) You're going to a Cougars-themed cocktail party? Maybe. Maggie and I have done that before. (laughs) Tell me for Tita's apartment. It's honestly the fanciest part I've ever been to. Yeah. If we had known LJ's name, we would be in good (laughs) shape. Uh, they gave away an obscene, uh, or they auctioned off. Well, okay. They had free, a lot of NIL money was. They wrong. had uh, f- great sashimi, like they all did. you could eat. Maggie and I boxed out everybody. Yes. There. <laughs> it was chicken. <laughs> if we knew it was chicken, I would have walked out. Mattress Mac was giving a big speech, yep. and Maggie and I were not there. But it was like, now we can go. We can just go hog wild the sushi table. No one will notice. I know. I would have taken my slippers, my custom slippers, and walked out of there because you can't have heels on Tillman Fertitta's indoor court. So you got heels. you've got slippers waiting for you. There's so there's a bag of slippers right by the court, the entrance to the court, with a security guard there to make sure that women and maybe men who are wearing whatever kind of shoes, but women who are wearing high heels, you cannot wear them on the court. I still have the slippers; they're super comfortable. I, yeah, yeah, I, I need them. to be rich <laughs> or be a dog because there's a huge now dog area in this building that. They are taking better care of dogs who are visiting for three hours today than the humans who are here always. Yeah, there's definitely like a pee-pee area out there. This is in our office, by the way. What I'm also day. confused that like some of these dogs seem to be owned by some of the people here. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah they're all, they they're all bring your dog to work day. Oh, okay. For well, one I, show. I, I but none of us have dogs. Oh, well, L- no, BJ has your dog. Yeah, Lita. Lita. Yeah, Lita, she might have done well here. She's she's she she wants smoke with other dogs, so that might have been a problem. Oh boy. She would have been as small as here though, so that would have been interesting. But Bogus, you guys got a dog? Oh, we do not. My wife is deathly allergic. So yeah. I'm probably have to like strip down in the garage when I get home after petting dogs oh, wow. one morning. <laughs> oh, wow. Or run the risk of losing a wife. I don't know. I'll, I'll decide by 2.30 this <laughs> afternoon. Here comes Fido. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Who's a good one? We'll see what she, how she treats me today. <laughs> uh, Bogus, thank you so much. 855-212-4CBS. Coming up, we've got the answer to who is starting at quarterback for these certain teams week one. We're calling our shot. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Move. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. All right. Got teams that need quarterbacks, Perloff. We're going to play a little matchmaker right here, right now. Hibby. Let's start it off. Or EJ, you're going to throw these out to us? I'll start off. I'll get it. Let's go. What'd you, do? What'd you get for breakfast? <laughs> Eating a bagel with butter and jelly. <laughs> there you go. So, excuse uh, the mouthful here, but let's do this. <laughs> you got to play through. Yeah. So, let's start. Who starts week one? Let's start with the Las Vegas Raiders. Where did they go? Oh, you got the Raiders first. Oh, I was hoping is... you are going to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Atlanta's going to be the easy one. No, to me, this is draft, draft, draft. This is going to be a rookie. I think it's going to be possibly... A Bo Nix, a J.J. McCarthy. No. Do I have to pick one? Yes, uh, this is a, you did. Yeah, you have two quarterbacks. You got no quarterbacks. Let's okay. do one. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, Bo Nix. 13th overall, Bo Nix. I think Penix is probably going to be gone at this point. That's funny. I would have gone. I agree with you, rookie. I would have gone Penix because they have Devontae Adams. Yeah. And for me, you need a guy who can throw the ball downfield. Bo Nix is more of an underneath accurate guy. He could also throw the ball downfield. And J.J. McCarthy, I think he's going to link up with someone he knows, one of the Harbaugh family. So I think I agree with you, rookie. You say have to, right? What's the point of bringing an expensive veteran with this team? I go Penix, you go Knicks? Okay. Perloff says Penix, I say Knicks. Okay, let's go to the team Perloff wanted us to start with, the Atlanta Falcons. who, Who starts there week one? Let's follow the odds. Justin Fields, baby. Running downfield, is it going to go to Bijan? Is it going to, is Fields going to throw downfield to Drake London? Oh, it's going to be so exciting. Get ready, 9-8, and eight, win the NFC South. Let's go. Okay, well, when I did this exercise yesterday on the back of the paper, I said Kirk Cousins, but today I'm going to say Fields because I think Ryan Poles is kind of telling you there's a reporting out there already that the Falcons already reached out, so I'm going to also go with Perloff and say Fields. Let's go to Foxborough. What's yeah. New England doing? Who starts there week one? I think it's Drake May. I I think that Jaden Daniels is going to end up going two overall, Mm -hmm. so I don't want to uh, blow a a future team we're going to talk about. But I think Daniels ends up moving up to two, so it'll be Drake May three, and the Patriots go with Drake May. I'm going to shock you right now. I think it's Mac McKenzie Jones. Uh, So Alex Van Pelt, I think, is the new coordinator. He's a guy who worked with my friend Andy Dalton. I, I'm not sure that the Patriots think a rookie quarterback's a great idea right now because they don't want to be the new Panthers who had Bryce Young and didn't have anything around to support sure. him. So if they're the third quarterback, whoever it is, I'm not sure that guy's going to hit. And even though they said they were going to draft a quarterback, I think they'll be tempted by other positions or trade down maybe the six with the New York Giants and then get uh, get a quarterback later, uh, a second rounder or a third rounder. There is actually some depth in the quarterback class and either stick with Mac Jones or go with a veteran. The Patriots will tell themselves the lie that every team says. We're never going to be picking this high again. We got to go quarterback. And that's why I think May. Okay, move up. That audible groan, by the way, you heard is from all of New England when <laughs> Perloff said Mac Jones is going to be back. Okay, so week one starter for the Washington Commanders. Well, I just gave it away. I think it's going to be Jaden Daniels. Uh, I'd like to. I, I, I have to agree. Uh, 
This May Daniels thing is the new Ryan Leaf Peyton Manning, except it's two three. <laughs> except it's the second <laughs> pick, not the first. I just think the game tape of Jaden Daniels is so much better than the game tape of Drake May, and he's. You know, I I heard this argument the other day. Jaden Daniels did it against bad teams. The dude torched, torched Alabama. So this makes more sense to me. And I feel like Washington, what they're trying to build with Josh Harris, more exciting. Drake May is a little more on the efficient side. I feel like Jaden Daniels is exciting. Get some seats in the butts, as they butts in the seat. <laughs> well, either way, that, yeah, would, that be would be real. That'd that would be a real weird. magic trick. Tony Schiavone's so, rolling over his grave. Right I'm now. sorry, I'd like to say something different, but your logic's right on. All right, who's our last one? Uh, all right, last one here. The Pittsburgh Steelers, who starts week one? I think this is Kenny Pickett. Kenny oh. Pickett is going to be starting week one. I know the Steelers want a sexier name. What do you want? Russell Wilson? I, Kirk Cousins? I think it's going to be Pickett. I think they want it. They, they still want to believe they were right on Pickett. Okay, I will differ a little bit here. I Today, yesterday I would have said Pickett. Now I'm leaning... Russell Wilson, because they said the timing of the deal will be really fast. Mm. What did Denver say within two, two weeks? weeks? Yep. So I, I think Pittsburgh, the drafting odds are moving really heavily towards Russell Wilson. I'll go with that. Uh, I just think that Kenny Pickett, there's no excitement. He screwed me last year with my Super Bowl pick, and I'll never go back. <laughs> uh, okay, we have. Uh, we're actually going to put those predictions under glass. We're making them official today. We're going to put them under glass, and they'll be here in the studio to forever remind us of our picks. Wow. No going back now. Coming up, it's Wednesday at this time, which means we do the Great Debate Series. What is today's topic? Stick around and find out. Back in a moment. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.